can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Holy Nun podcast with me words and my neighbor DJE Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's podcast we review John Rahm's playoff win at the BMW. Phil's back on his Twitter bullshit. I'm gonna grill JE on his Hollywood casting couch. I said grill not And as always, we'll review the featured groups for the Tour Championship, shit picks included. Hi, Johnny. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I thank God you're grilling me, you motherfucker, you <laughs> sick bastard. Yeah, I kind of just typed out the intro earlier, and after I said that, I was like, what the fuck? It auto-corrected on you? <laughs> <laughs> From grill? <laughs> I'm gonna drill, Jay. <laughs> Welcome to Hole in None. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm just just joking. We already make too many fucking sexual references to get into like a gay sex angle between you and I. <laughs> yeah, that angle, that's, I don't think people would get that one very well. That's like whenever you joke about doing a bunch of blow to, in front of me, because I know you think I, I think it's funny, but then the people around you are like, oh my God, this guy's a cokehead. Well, that, that and you know, like we always reference on this show, like it ain't a real golf golf round until you reference a crack joke. And, <laughs> and, and it literally took you like two swings from other, like, Two total swings, like there was a foursome playing at Hefner South, and before the the third guy could tee off on the first hole that you dropped a, tra- a crack joke. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get it. I know, it, it was literally like the car drove by, I was like, hi! It's like, oh, that guy must have been fucking smoking crack. It's like, oh, well, I guess these guys are loose, huh? Uh, I'm actually a youth minister. <laughs> yeah, that's that's happened to me before. Have we talked about that on uh, the show? Yeah. <laughs> I've played with two different youth ministers. <laughs> Literally, two. In both times. I think the very first hole, one of the times I go, God fucking damn it! B- blow one right OB on the first hole and then get in the car with my brother-in-law and he's like, hey man, uh, Brian's, a, Brian's a youth pastor. <laughs> like, what the, why didn't you fucking tell me? <laughs> oh, Jesus fucking Christ. God, I'd fuck a candy to get that one back. <laughs> oh. Satan is real. <laughs> just, just joking. <laughs> Speaking of Satan is real words, uh, we, we didn't touch much on our club championship, but after my first round, I played like shit, and then I come back the second round, played really well, and I told, I roll up on the 14th to watch words and some of the guys that were playing, and it's like, what'd you shoot, John? Oh, I shot 70, fucking one under today, and words just comes right up to me with the fucking lit up eyes, and he just goes, Satan lives! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like... Yes, hey, good thing the guys I'm riding with get that joke. You know, it's like I wasn't with one of like the doc, the old docs. You know, I got a smirk from you. I didn't get a bunch of laughter from uh, from the others in that one. Yeah, I was like, hey, where's uh, <coughs> cut that off? No crack jokes, no cracker Satan jokes here. 
Yeah, I'm glad you did mention that. We had the club championship two weeks ago, and what was it like? The top 16 got to advance on to a club uh, a Ryder Cup format deal we have called the Maxwell Cup, and we both end up qualifying, luckily and thankfully, maybe. Uh, you go, you start off, you start off 83, then you follow it up with a 70, and then you go 77. I went 77, 83, 74, just barely get in. And then last week, what, it was the Maxwell Cup. Um, it was four ball, alternate shot, which was such a bitch, and uh, then singles matches um, on the last day. Um, you and I were actually going up against one another in the four ball matchups. <laughs> Both of our partners were much better golfers than us. Yes, yes, for sure. I had I had Levy, gent golfer, and you had a former Oklahoma State Cowboy golfer. Form, former number one ranked junior player in the world when he was like 17 or 16. And we fucking pushed you. Like, I trust me, I felt like we lost. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, I'm oh, sorry, Zach. Uh, play better next year for you, all right, bud? You had a couple birdies. I think I may have had one. And, uh, yeah, my partner shot one under and we pushed, thankfully. Yeah. Alternate shot. Wasn't was no good for Wordsy. <laughs> Alternate shots never good for me. I don't think. Actually, I won last year, but I got we got lit up on alternate shot. We got smoked. We lost to uh, Bryson and Chapo. Chapo. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It was good team there. It was. Uh, what a treat that must have been for you. And I, it was tough. Wait, you played with the doctor? Mm-hmm. Axton. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. I was going to say, if you played with Doc, and I would have, you know, the other Doc, but whatever. So then it was the singles matches, and everyone was saying it's going to be J.E. versus Words, and we were both kind of like, you know, this is, no matter what happens in that one, there's, there's not going to be even, like, feelings hurt. It's going to be, like, show's over, <laughs> neighbors moving, just too, just too much. Show's over due to a murder-suicide <laughs> exactly. by whoever loses. <laughs> <laughs> live welcome to hole in Poof, poof. poof. <laughs> the end wait who would put out the show then that's called <laughs> that's called high art <laughs> we send we send like a, a pre-tape uh, whoever kills the other one sends like a pre-sealed like envelope it's like this is how you publish a show a, a podcast here's the recording here's the file go to this website <laughs> luckily that didn't happen though and put a nice bow on it um, yes, that did not happen. You drew Doc Holzer, who you've played with hundreds of times. We have the a regular Friday game, so everyone thought that would be nice and fun, you know. And I drew uh, the burglar. I was getting burgled, and he's a really good golfer. He is. Uh, so, I, yeah, I drew the long, long stick there. Burgle runs hot, so... I was like, man, maybe if I could get up early, he'll throw his golf bag in the pond on four or something, and then I'll have a shot. Uh, he did play like shit. He did early. Uh, have a couple club throws. It was great playing with him, but I was I had him dormy on, let's see. I had him four down on 12. He makes birdie. He comes back on 13 and puts it to within about 10 or 15 feet in his approach, so I'm going, fuck. I actually hit a good wedge shot and make a putt. To go, I make my birdie. He misses his to go four up. I make a nice two putt on 14, so I have him dormy on 15. I hit the green and three putt on 15. Yikes. And it all started there. Hit a good drive on 16, and I am short right bunker. The pin's back, and he's long in a good spot. So I'm thinking, okay, I got to get a sandy birdie here. 
I hit a so-so sand shot, not very good, and I blast my birdie putt by, uh, and it's just like, oh my god, I'm gonna three out it fucking again, and sure enough, I did, and so he wins that hole. You were thinking about three putting sixteen green when you were on fi- like fifteen t. <laughs> <laughs> Things started moving pretty quickly at that point. I spray it right on seventeen, and I'm in the fucking woods the whole time. And then as I'm getting ready to hit a super flop shot over a tee, <laughs> the entire fucking cavalry, both teams just show roll up Led in their golf me. courts. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, this is going to be so good. Um, so I blast out of there. He ends up making a birdie on 17. So now I'm one up on 18. And 18 has been the hardest hole for me by far. I think the, I blasted three out of bounds. Um throughout the club championship and the first two days, the max. So I had a few whispers in my ear, kind of, they call those demons words. Yeah. It was Satan himself. I think actually burglar splits the bitch in two and I'm like, okay, out of bounds, right. Driving range left is looking pretty open. I pull it into a tree and it does not clear the blue tee box. And (laughs) you could have heard a fucking pin drop (laughs) with about 30 people watching. (laughs) Yeah, and where and you played the rest of the hole with your pants at your ankles. <laughs> no, I didn't, thankfully. But I will say, hitting that next shot, that that three wood off of a real toppy lie, was not top of the list of shit I wanted to do. Um, but I hit that shot, and I was like, okay, well, that was good. And he ends up parring the hole, and we pushed the match. I didn't lose. Yeah, hey, so you blew a four up. You blew a four up lead. I'll, I'll I'll cut my story short. I blew a two up lead. I end up three jacking sixteen myself. I three jacked eighteen too. Uh, luckily, the doc ends up making about a fifteen footer to push me. But you know, if I could do it all over again, I'd probably beat his ass like seven and six. So we'll just leave it at that. We both tied our singles match. Yeah, we we tied our singles. If, but if anyone had filmed that, like I I think ten billion people would have seen it this week on Instagram. It was that bad. <laughs> hey. The the tee shot on eighteen for you, I, w- I was right behind the tee box, and it was just kind of like, oh, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no one was even laughing. It was like, oh, man, he's gonna kill himself on the golf course. He's gonna stab himself in the jugular with a tee. I think both of us have a lot of scar tissue. Scar tissue that I wish you saw. Suck a titty with a push up bra. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was that's golf from us, right? Words. Yeah. Shitty. Not not really worth mentioning, yeah. but whatever. Yeah, I wasn't going to even say anything, but it was one of those things where I feel like I need to get in front of. I don't want to hide from it. It happened. It's like, hey, why didn't you guys talk about both of y'all's epic choke jobs to tie? It's like, oh, because tying is still not losing, so fuck off. At least we didn't lose. That's right. (laughs) And my team won the cup, so at least I can say that. And I am this close to becoming a left-handed golfer. (laughs) You, You and Phil, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Phil. Phil Ford, if you got an extra set of lefty clubs, I need to check those out. Oh, I was talking about Phil Mickelson. Yeah, I know that. (laughs) Oh, Phil, okay. Moving on then. Fuck. (laughs) No one gives a shit about our shitty golf. Uh, Phil, let's just grill J.E. about some news on the casting couch. Sure. Welcome to the casting couch, another edition. But this one's really just bagging on fucking Phil Mickelson. Why on earth, words, did Phil post on Twitter a sincere, like, Thank you so much. Okay, here it is. Dear Tiger, Phil Phil tweeted this last night. Dear Tiger, thank you for all that you've done for this great game of golf. 
No one has benefited more than me, and I just wanted you to know how I appreciate you and all you've done. That's all. Thank you. And then there's just like so many bullshit comments. Oh, what a cl- class personified. Phil, Phil, what a class act you are, Phil. My first thought was, oh my God, Phil fucked one of Tiger's girlfriends. <laughs> that, Phil, one of Tiger's kids is, is Phil's kid, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fucking say that about Charlie, okay. bro. Maybe it, maybe the daughter, the older daughter. I don't know. No. No. That's not it. Phil would probably never fuck any of the same girls that Tiger did, only because Tiger, you know, Phil at least, Phil's wife was hot. Tiger's wife was hot, but, like, I don't think Phil would fuck a pancake waitress by any means. Or would he? No, I think he would. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm in on that. No. I, Phil is just so butthurt by Tiger doing an exhibition match without him that, you know, he's a bitchy ex-girlfriend now. Because maybe Tiger even asked him, was like, Tiger, I know I said I didn't want to do anything for charity, but I didn't think you'd do it without me. That and uh, I, I, I saw some posts from people in the comments of like the several po- golf pages that posted that fucking stupid ass letter of fills or whatever, whatever you want to call it. But like somebody was like, the first, the first time I saw this, I thought that Tiger had died. And I was like, don't you ever say something like that, you <laughs> pathetic fuck. <laughs> But clearly, this is just a fucking weak attempt. There's there's an angle to this, obviously, and it's Phil trying to stay relevant because he's not in the fucking he's not in the tour championship. They haven't talked about him since he won at the fucking Grandpa Tour, and he can't talk about his calves anymore. He probably can't. The sunglasses thing is worn out, so it's like, oh, look at how good of a guy Phil Mickelson is. What a class act. Let's talk about this for a couple days, and we fucking bought it. We're talking about it. Yes. Only to fucking bury Phil. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't think we're... We all... There's an angle. It's like, please, Tiger, next exhibition match. I swear to God, I know I'm 50 and old as fuck now, but please. (laughs) Think of me, please. Matt, the match part three at Shadow. Don't don't replace me with JT, please. Right. Oh, other shit. David Blaine. Oh, the magician. Yeah. He did something with some hot air balloons? No, just some balloons? Yeah, like helium balloons. 50 helium balloons. Have you seen the movie Up? Yes. Yeah, I think he just ripped off that whole idea because that's what he did. He like fucking floated across the Arizona desert with 50 helium balloons. Got to, I believe, like 25,000 feet elevation, like, you know, only like a little over four miles up in the air. And then the bastard just skydived from there, which I don't know how that's magic. I think it's just being fucking... (laughs) crazy and like he had a parachute the whole time it's not that cool i mean (laughs) did he have an ace of spades like shoved up his ass or something i don't (laughs) this three-year-old kid who got caught in the kite in that kite festival in thailand or south korea or whatever totally big league blaine the week (laughs) blaine doing this shitty stunt oh you had a fucking he wasn't even trying yeah (laughs) you had a parachute oh this kid fucking went a couple thousand feet in the air just dangling on a fucking kite. <laughs> Where's that kid's parents? I mean, what the fuck were they like? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I think a lot of people in the crowd were like, oh, Jesus, God, no. <laughs> Luckily, the three-year-old uh, survives only a few scratch bumps and bruises. That was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. David Blaine holding a bunch of balloons with a, parach- a pussy-ass parachute. Yeah, at least he could have, like had somebody else like jump out of a plane and then like catch up to them and then like slip into the parachute you know like like a few years ago Travis Pastrana jumped out of a plane without a parachute and like went and found another one of his buddies and like strapped in another parachute that that guy had on him 
but David Blaine just had one the whole time. So it's like, if I fuck up, at least I got a parachute. Yeah. I guess you fuck up kind of early on, and there's no time for the shoot up. <laughs> <laughs> what, let go of yeah, the fucking balloons? The balloons slip out of his hands like 200 feet in the air. And he just breaks both legs. Maybe if the maybe if the balloons were like tied to his dick or something, it'd be like a little bit more thrilling. <laughs> Fucking but David Carradine for you, yeah, for me, yeah, David Blaine. Ah. Uh, <laughs> aside from David Blaine, did you hear about the girl? Um, she's a Texas girl, lives in Kansas City now. Won the fucking lottery. Did you hear about this? No. Yeah, she married Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' ugly girlfriend. They finally tied the knot with her. What what took him so long? They've been dating since high school. He finally proposed to her like yesterday. He's like, yeah, I've finally fucked a thousand other girls, and I've realized. See, I I think it's the opposite, man. You know, they've been dating since high school. I saw a bunch of corny pictures of them from prom and stuff, and I think that you can you can argue all you want about how people turn out and their sexuality, but like. Jackson Mahomes, there's no, there's no getting around that. He's as as queer as a two dollar bill. I think Patrick Mahomes has been dating this same girl for so long just because he and his brother really like chasing dick. <laughs> you think Patrick Mahomes is gay? <laughs> I don't want to like assume, but like, yeah. Why, why, why did he wait fucking eight years to finally propose to this girl who, quite frankly, isn't even that attractive? Well, okay, so in my opinion, it's because he wanted to fuck everyone else but did not have a total guilty conscience. And you're saying you think that the reigning NFL Super Bowl and league MVP is a homosexual. I'm just throwing it out there. I think it could be. You, you may Clickbait. I'm on clickbait here, baby. Hey, and not that there's, you know. There's nothing wrong with being we're, gay. We're pro-gay. Yeah. No, trust me. I'm I'm borderline gay right now. <laughs> I think I drop enough gay references on this show that people probably think I'm, I might be, but you know, I love I love gay people. I have no problem with homosexuality, but I think that Patrick Mahomes, just like his brother, is gay. Yeah, cool. No, I, I don't know. Maybe. Cool, Adam. Yeah. Okay. Is Patrick Mahomes gay? Listen to find out. <laughs> oh, listen. listen to is this. this the week we're finally gonna get sued? <laughs> listen to this schmuck. Not a Chiefs fan either, so whatever. But yeah, that that was the other. That was my other lead into the casting couch. You know, the uh, <laughs> the famous t- Texas girl that moved to Kansas City and won the lottery. So yeah, good good for good for Patrick Mahomes. Congrats on getting engaged. You got yourself a ring. They got their Super Bowl rings, and he gave his his girlfriend a ring that same night. So that's what romance is all about. Probably bought his brother a cock ring too. <laughs> oh my God. Phew. Um, where to move on from there? Uh, Rory, he's having a kid, huh? Oh, my goodness. Another way to ruin a career. Well, um, you know, Rory's come a long way. He and his wife, Erica, you know, really come a long way from, you know, back in the day when he cut up his back from fucking a girl and shattering a coffee table. <laughs> now he's having a kid with sweet Erica, his wife. You may need to circle back and kind of explain the context to that story. Oh, we've we've talked about that before on this show. I'm just saying, you know, some guys aren't like, you know, hanging on our every word, every show. Yeah, I think that uh, when Rory was dating uh, Caroline Wozniacki, former uh, number one tennis player in the world, the reason why they broke up, the rumor was, is because uh, he couldn't hide the fact that he had cuts all over his back. Uh, And the reason why he had those cuts is because he was having an affair was just having fucking sporty sex with some girl and literally <laughs> fell <laughs> fell through a glass table and cut his back up and there was no way to really like 
Oh, I fell. And we have proof because he wore Under Armour that week in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, he was wearing a white shirt on Sunday that looked like a fucking ketchup, like na- a white napkin with ketchup all over it by the end of the day. Just like, oh, God, I can't swing anymore. Just some freaky sex. Yeah. So we've got to talk about the, B- the, B- the amazing, amazing golf in the BMW <laughs> Championship, right? Yes, J.E. John Rahm gets his first playoff win in a playoff. Maybe he's had a playoff win. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know either, but, um, you know, we, we kind of just talked a little bit about it. You, you said, you know, you were kind of golfed out, didn't watch much of the coverage Sunday until your phone started blowing up, right? Yes. So I will tell you, <clears throat> I watched every goddamn minute from about noon when it's still on Golf Channel. They cut over at 2 o'clock to, uh, to NBC. Oh, that's right. So after the Maxwell Cup, we drank up the men's grill for an hour or two, and then... You went with Burglar, the yeah. guy that beat me to go party more. <laughs> yes. Awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. I had a big afternoon on Saturday. So And tanks for nothing. <laughs> so basically, I was like, hey, you beat words. You want to go party? <laughs> Come with me. Oh, like, uh, sure, Jay. <laughs> so I was basically pretty hungover that I was like, I am literally not doing anything but watching golf. So I watched every fucking shot that entire day, but... um. Just absolutely fucking unbelievable finish. Um, obviously, everybody knows about the two putts. Uh, DJ makes an incredible 40-plus feet putt on the 18th hole just to force the playoff. And then once they go into the the you know playoff, it seemed like DJ had every bit of momentum to go fucking win the thing. Rom blocks his ball right. He's in thick rough where DJ basically made birdie from. DJ hits one so far left, it clanks off of a fucking tree and bounces way back in the fairway, but still, he's got about 180 yards at the hole. So from after they hit those shots, Rom's sitting there with, everyone knows it by now, 66 feet to the cup, and actually one-ups fucking DJ because it was the most unbelievable putt I've probably ever seen. DJ made one of the most unbelievable putts I've ever seen, only to be fucking shown up by Rom in the playoff. Rom makes his, DJ's got to make from about 35. Decent little run at it, came close, he didn't make it. So Rom wins with just a thrilling uh, birdie on the first playoff hole, and he went ape shit. It was kind of crazy to hear how many, what the, the crowd's response, because, you know, there's no crowds, but however many fucking people were there, were around the green, and they all were like gasped. They were like, oh, fuck! COVID protocols now, everyone is just so tired of it. it's like oh throw it out the window just let everyone come watch fuck it yeah in every tournament they seem to do like that is in somewhat of a major city you always see that one hole that like is along the fence line like there was one hole where i swear to god there was like people in fucking lawn chairs lined up along the fence and you know i think rory pulled one so far left over there that people actually were like holy shit we get to see rory <laughs> but Obviously, it was a two-man show kind of down the stretch, and the, the the tournament story is all about those two guys, but some of the other guys that played really well, and the guy that I'm most proud of, El Chapo Joaquin Neiman, had a, had a share for the lead for a little bit of the round. Um, he ended up finishing uh, tied for third right behind them. His uh, reaction to uh, DJ making that putt was so good because he was like basically saying, I uh, teed for teed two, yeah, with DJ, and then you hear the roar from DJ. He's like, no, he did not make he did not just make these putts. <laughs> no, I sorry. I mean, yeah, DJ great putter, but I mean, I know that putt is hard. Yeah, no, he was literally in the in mid mid interview, mid post round interview, and just went kind of, no, no, not like this, <laughs> <laughs> not like this. Um, 
one of the ugliest rounds, but slash best, probably the ugliest 69 I've ever seen. Hideki Matsuyama, who was tied there with Joaquin Neiman for third. That motherfucker was all over the place, but somehow just made par after par after par to get a decent round for him. He hadn't been, um, he had the lead. That was his first lead going into the final round in like four years, which is kind of fucking crazy to think because Hideki won several times before like 23 years old. And so now here he is fairly kind of struggling with his game, but still made the playoffs, still made the tour championship. So outside of John Rahm's final round 64, the next low round, Tony, of course, backdoor top 10 with a 65. So he finished outright fifth. So, um, where did Palmer end up finishing? I mean, he's, he made the tour championship. I mean, let's talk about the guy we all want to talk about. Of course, uh, Ryan Palmer, uh, he finished actually tied for 40th, but he did shoot 67 on Sunday, which you know definitely in. helped. The other big story is the, an amazing putt on 18. Mackenzie Hughes had to make a slippery little four-footer just to be the last man in to East Lake. So he gets up and down from the greenside bunker on 18. Uh, pretty pretty happy for the young Canadian. Nice. I loved seeing the scores over par and how just ridiculously hard the course was playing, how fast the greens were. I mean, they were like brownish-purple on a Thursday you know, the tour was just so pissed off at DJ dropping a 30 under on the first round of the playoffs. So I like that the PGA did that. Good job. They definitely set it up more of like a U.S. Open type ven- venue. Um, but you could tell they definitely made it a little bit easier on the weekend because there was way lower scores on the weekend, but it still wasn't like outrageous. But just to give you an idea, John Rahm shot 75 in the first round, and that is the highest first round score from, a, from an eventual winner in like the last 30 years. Whoa, so all, stat boy. All he did on the weekend was go 66-64, which 64 was the low round of the tournament. He saved that for fucking Sunday. And uh, that's how you do it. Another big shout-out to our boy Jason Smokecrack, Jason Kokrak with the top 10. He finished tied for six. So um, it was a great weekend where it's in, you know. And you had, was this your first I, or second winner picked? You know, honestly, I don't know, but I did pick Rom, so I'm so happy about it. So, uh there was a shit ton of people that were both on Rom and DJ, which kind of really felt like a kick in the fucking balls. I think there was like seven or eight people that had both those guys. So when they both went into the playoff, I bet all of them were licking their chops. But um, I did pick Rom. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to, uh, before we get into you and I's picks, give a big shout out to El Chapo Sam Sinden. He had, he had Rom and DJ. He ends up taking home the number one spot this week. Um, and so outside of that words, there was several guys over $2 million. Um, those include just a few of our buddies to mention. Two gloves attorney was one of the guys he, but goes from number one back or goes from number two back into that number one spot. LBBCBH is a guy that's been there all year. He had both of those guys. He finished third. Other than that words, I'm not going to fucking bore you, but I do want to give a big shout out to Boren Touched Me. Uh, he he had a, probably his biggest week of the year. My sister, only English with an ace. Fuck you for that name, Evan. Um, <laughs> she made a big run. So I finished tied for thirteenth after picking Rom. I was at one point eight six million words, and for some reason I thought you had DJ, and so I was like sweating it out for a second. Turns out your Ben on pick wasn't so bad. He had a pretty good final round. Um, other than that, Cantlay played all right. Morikawa did decent for us. You finished with 491000 
words, I made up $1.4 million on you. That's the biggest story here, baby. That, so where are we? What's the I point? was down I was down five million going in. I'm down three point four million now. So heading into the final uh, segment of the season, I'm only down three little over three million dollars. I feel like an invigorated new man now, baby. I was like, oh fuck, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my ten million. <laughs> uh, but big, I wanted to give a big shout out to the overall standings people. The biggest jumps uh, of this week, there were several people that jumped double digit spots. Um, no bigger than Sam Sinden. He jumped 15 spots all the way up to number 22. Chip Yips, the, a.k.a. the gent golfer. Michael Love was right behind him. He jumped 15 spots as well. My sister, um, only English with an ace, jumped 13 spots. J- Boren Touched Me jumped 13 spots. Um, I only jumped five with that 1.8 million, but I am back inside that magic number. I'm inside the top 50. I think the low number I've been at maybe in the last two months i'm at 46 baby um unfortunately with your performance words you dropped all the way down to nine spots down to 21st so it just shows you how volatile this it any big week can go so as mentioned before two gloves attorney jumped three spots all the way back to the number one spot team bryson just down one to number two as, as far as the top 10 goes there is one new entry into the top 10 and that is elizabeth roberts the wife of our commish, Jansen's Chili Peppers. She jumped seventeen uh, from seventeen to number ten. So, uh, other than that, same same usual crowd there in the top ten words. So, excited going into East Lake. Oh, I bet you are, Johnny. I kind of do, do wish that we were getting the full points value. It's like, oh my god, Je went from only five million dollars to twenty five million dollars after one tournament. Ah. But obviously they valued the, the they devalued the purse for our season purposes, so they're gonna pay out similar to what happened last week. I think exactly the same numbers as last week. So that's fair. Well, speaking of the tour championship, going back over to East Lake, East Hotlanta, Hotlanta, Bobby Jones's place, right? Is that where Bobby Jones played a little bit? No, yes, I know he's from Atlanta, right? Mm. Went to Georgia Tech. Yep, works for CBS. Yep, that's uh. Same girl by Usher and uh, R. Kelly. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he may have grown up playing East Lake. That probably sounds about right. So that was what East Lake was known for until Tiger's resurgence uh, two years ago. Yeah. Who won the year before Tiger? I was gonna say Jay Rose, but that was Jay Rose the one, huh? Um, it was when no, the X just just the X Men. The X Men yeah. came out of nowhere. I mean, that's still whenever they used to do. It was so lame when they did the winner of the tour championship didn't win because you have two different people hoisting trophies up there. And so now they've got the staggered one for 1.5 million and the other for like 12 million. Yeah. So of, of course the staggered scoring definitely makes things interesting words. Um, before we really dive into the future groups, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to touch base because yes, the staggered scoring is weird, but ironically enough last year, Justin Thomas starts at 10 under after the first round. He wasn't winning. No, um, actually I'll read you the first couple starting positions last year. Justin Thomas was number one at 10 under Patrick Cantlay was at eight under Patrick Cantlay finished outside the top 20 mm. with a fucking eight under starting spot. Uh, Brooks Kepa started at three. He ended up at four. Patrick Reed was just outside of the top five, but the eventual winner, Rory McIlroy, he started five shots back and absolutely fucking dusted the field. He ended up winning by four shots starting 
five shots back from JT. Um, the other guy that played a big, big jump, big run, we already just mentioned him. Xander Shoffley started at four under. He finished in second. So. Was that foreshadowing for the X-Man? Potentially could be words. Um, why don't we just jump into some of these groups and give some of our picks? How about that, huh? Hey. So, of course, you've got the number one player in the in the world and the number one in the FedEx, Dustin Johnson, playing with John Rahm. Um, that's by far, I think, the biggest story. Number one and number two players in the world, number one and number two players in the FedEx. Words, I'm on both of them. I'm on both John Rahm and DJ this week, baby. Wow. Just run it back, baby. Running it back. Okay. I'm <laughs> sure that that's going to be half the field this week. I am sitting on my last DJ pick. You are. Trust me, because I pulled that up. Possibly for U.S. Open. We'll see. Um, I'm on Romer. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, you can't really give these guys as good as they're playing and as good as they played last week. You give them an advantage on the field, why not take them? Uh, I think DJ is like a 7-4 to four odds right now. Um, so you give two shots to DJ, I'm taking it. Yeah, DJ is... I mean, obviously the hottest player on the planet to the past, uh, what, three, four weeks? Yeah, he, he's been in contention. Arguably could have won last week. Could have won the week before that. He did win the week before that. Did win the week before that. And the week before that. the week before that, he could have won. Yeah, so he didn't win two in a row, did he? No, he didn't. What do I look like? A fucking, I'm a <laughs> what podcast? Almanac. Um, well, I, I think, obviously, as I mentioned, you give these guys a head start, I'm taking them the way they're playing right now, so... The one thing I looked at words, I'm going to have one more ROM pick moving forward. I'm still going to have two more DJ picks moving forward. So I didn't look at it like I was all or nothing here. I still got a little bit left with those two guys, so I didn't want to sacrifice. I did notice, and I do want to make a shout out to this, Team Bryson, who's been in the first place for a while, he's out He's out of Dustin Johnson picks. I think he's only got one more ROM pick. So some pretty exciting scenarios are going to play out here where guys are going to burn their last picks on some guys this week. So Imagine what it's going to be like when we narrow it to three picks per player next year. Oh, like we've been advocating, so fuck everybody. <laughs> um, but obviously this is tiered in groups that are, you know, it, they're matching up with their more or less counterparts. 20, 20, 30 is playing with 29. Which number 30? The last guy in the field, right? Name him. Mackenzie Hughes. He actually finished 28th, but he had to make that putt because he would have fallen outside of the, the top 30. Okay, I don't last know. Last guy in is the, guy, oh, the guy who knows how to dress. He knows how to wear a white belt. He can't say his all. My name is Billy Hosho. I've got a FedEx Cup too. 2004, I won around here. I've always looked back at that trophy and just love my, my time I spent here in Atlanta, East Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of all that white belt. <laughs> um, so, yeah, old Billy Horschel, he's all the way in the back playing with Cam Champ. Good uh, for Cam Champ for making the uh, Tour Championship. Your boy Mac Hughes is playing with a show favorite from Norway, Victor Hovland starting at even par. Vic Hovland makes his first appearance in the Tour Championship, too. You know what's funny to me is is they're talking about the race for the rookie of the year and they are talking about Victor Hovland as a rookie Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler is like the two guys but like why is is Colin Morikawa not the same like is he does he technically was he there like a month before no I Victor because they're they sh- not considering they sh- him should a rookie. They should <laughs> it's all weird. be in the, in the same I know, and, and, it's, and it's not for some they reason. They played in the NCAAs at the same time, and then they started yeah. doing that. I think it's because Victor technically um, 
you know, he had to keep maintain his amateur status to get into some of those tournaments that for winning the U S amateur, maybe like I, I have no fucking clue, but they're not considering him to be a part of the race for, uh, they're not considering Morikawa to be a part of the race for rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, words, your boy, I, I do want to give a special shout out to Mr. Walken is playing with your boy, Ryan Palmer. They're both starting at one under. So Ryan Palmer, you never know what could happen with it, with the fucking Amarillo golden Sandy. I thought about it. Oldest guy in the field. Did you know that? What By a, seven years. What a fucking stud. I love that. Um, other than that, you know, the group, there's there's guys starting at one under. I don't, I don't know if they have a chance. The guy who just played so well this week, uh, Neiman, he's starting at two under. Um, there's a big fucking crew that's starting at three under. Rory McIlroy, Patrick Reed, Xander Schauffele, they're all starting at three under. I think Xander is definitely a guy that can has shown last year. He shot 64 in the first round last year to fucking jump all the way from the bad starting spot. So I think if there's a handful of guys that can do it, Xander's one of them. Rory is one of them, even though he's been playing like shit. Um, but you got to look in your eye words. I don't think you're doing it. No. Okay. I'm not. Okay. I was, I was waiting for you. To... I thought about it. I've only got I've I've picked Xander as many times as I picked anybody. So uh, to go out on a limb to give DJ a seven shot advantage, I I don't have that much faith in him, even though he's my alternate. Um, so aside from those guys, there is a pretty good crew there at four under. You're one of your favorite guys this year. Daniel Berger is in that group. I had him early and I uh, I switched him out. Okay, for Romer. Okay, um, Sung Jay, who has not even come close to that early season form, he's in that group. Bryson is in that group. Uh, the Bryson the Bryson show is hopefully over for for at least another couple weeks. Like I don't think he can win the U.S. Open by any means. I mean, I am so fat and so exhausted doing the Bryson stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, actually. That's probably my my featured most featured group outside of DJ and uh, Rom, Morikawa and Berger are playing together. Except Berger's at four, Morikawa's at five. So Collins, another guy I think that can make a run. So words, I think that leaves the last two guys outside of Rom and DJ there at number one and two, number three and number four. Justin Thomas is playing with Webb Simpson. I'm going one, two, three, baby. I'm going JT. I'm going one, two, three, JT. <laughs> Give me not, the heads he up. Why not? Let's do it. All right. I'm on Webb. I figured that so after that. So hopefully, you know, Webb will be talking that shit like he likes to do out there. JT, yo, you JT. Fuck you. <laughs> do you want to pray with me before yeah. the round? <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm not praying with you. <laughs> Webb's, um, yeah. He took some time off to get ready, words. He's the only guy that's going to be rested in the field. Um, he hasn't won in a little bit, but he's a East Coast guy. He's a North Carolina guy, not too far from home here. I think he's a popular pick. I mean, I don't think as popular as obviously Rom and DJ, but if anybody can can go and play well and hit the ball in the fairway and not make mistakes, it's Webb Simpson. Yeah, he's so solid. Um, so yeah, I didn't have any difficulty taking Webb. Plus, I was thinking. You know, people are going to do what you're doing. Top three, there's not a fucking pr- problem in the world with that, except I thought about last year, and I was like, man, everyone who was at the top after the, after the first round last year just wasn't there, and no one no one really did. It was Roy that blew the doors off. So try to take someone on the outside, but not too fucking far outside. Um, so, yeah, I got Webb Simpson, Rom, and my third pick, hopefully piggybacking off of last week, baby, Mr. Strixon. 
、秀樹松山。Oh, my! I mean, I've been waiting for this shit all fucking year, Hideki. Been waiting for my Strixon boy. I'm gonna go get some ASICs. I'm gonna strap up. Hopefully, not a bunch of guys are on old Hideki. I don't know if they will be or not. Strap up and strap on. Where、oh, if Hideki took this thing down, hopefully, he'd、uh, just. You know, hold up a Japanese flag right there in the middle of East Lake.、Ah! <laughs> Everyone's like, no! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's the <laughs> World War II ended 75 years ago today. So he is going to fucking win it. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's, that's out there, words. And I, 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 do, I do like what you're doing there. Obviously, I'm going as fucking generic as possible. But Again, I looked. I've only got JT twice. I've only done DJ twice. I've done ROM three times. So I'm going to have two more JT picks, two more、uh, DJ picks, and one more ROM pick. So I don't feel like I'm that far out there by going one, two, three. I don't think it's as penalizing to me as it will be for some other people in the field. And you've got, you've got DJ, or I think JT is pissed off about blowing the lead last year. I think that JT. Fuckest. Could probably go and fucking win this thing. So,、uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not at all embarrassed about picking the top three players in the world <laughs> this week. <laughs> you shouldn't be. First tournament for segment three, also. So, you never know. Hey, it's like, hey, did you hear, did you hear what Dodie Fade's doing? He's leading <laughs> segment three. Yeah, well, he's tied with 15 other people that had the same pick. So, shut the fuck up. <laughs> It works. It works.、Um, well,. Any other parting words of wisdom for our listeners out there?、Uh, big congrats to Patrick Mahomes.、Uh, I hope if you go to、uh, Thunder and Down Under out there in Vegas <laughs> on your bachelor party, that it's a good time. Or <laughs> they put on a great show. All right, that's all we got. Enjoy the golf. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. <laughs> Let's